1: Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenci. The pimps, the flares, the hustlers, the people that Bustler, but and everybody else in between throwing it down. The Monday night, that meltdown. Monday night, the football style. As Big Ben Roethlisberger returns and lays down three touchdown passes. Two of them to uh, Schuster as the Pittsburgh Steelers are back and are for real, and the Baltimore Ravens actually have some competition in the division uh, this uh, year. as uh, so the Pittsburgh Steelers, a 10-point uh, victory. Game stays under the number, except the Teasers uh, cash on all sides. They're so going to hit that, and they're uh, going to do some math a little bit uh, later on, which is never a good thing. All right, um, you know, it's never, never a good thing when we're going to uh, start uh, crunching numbers. We're busting out the old school calculators, uh, but there's some profitable angles uh, that are on the table. And, um, you know, it's week one right now, but we still have a lot of football uh, left uh, to be played. And that's probably a good thing because it looks like the New York Giants have a lot of work uh, to do uh, moving forward. There were bright spots uh, for the New York uh, Giants. Uh, Saquon Barkley was not one of them. Ah, uh, this evening and uh, fantasy football nightmares. I'm sure uh, for many, you know, how many people do you think were coming in uh, to tonight needing uh, Saquon Barkley looking for a big performance uh, tonight? Well, Saquon Barkley, he got 15 uh, carries, you know, so they gave him the football six yards, six six yards, like 15 times six yards, like yeah, yeah. No, that's not a typo. That's 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 exactly what went down. Uh, here this evening. Probably a good thing, once again, there wasn't uh, fans at MetLife uh, Stadium. And it's a good thing there's not going to be fans at MetLife Stadium when the New York Jets open up uh, their season against uh, San Francisco. We'll crunch the numbers uh, week uh, two. Rapidly approaching Thursday night football. Everybody's looking forward to the Battle of Ohio, right? Yeah, as if. Cincinnati Bengals and the Cleveland Browns. I'd rather watch Ohio State play like uh, Cincinnati Bearcats than that pile of crap. Uh, but hey it is what it is not that we're not going to watch it and that we're not going to bet it (laughs) the Dallas Stars crashing a party the Dallas Stars going to the Stanley Cup for the first time in 20 years Stars just keep cashing tickets plus 155 I think they're still playing baseball and basketball too bring it this is sports rage
2: I'm still on my own journey, but I wanna be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down and too many people fall victim to the picture perfect image of the high life. So I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man, We, we gonna learn. And most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is gonna be your church, your turn up and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: You're listening to Sports Radio with Gabe Morenzi. I'm a Ranger
0: Holic. <laughs>
1: just can't live without Rageahall. <laughs> Rageahall, drink it, vent it. This is Sports Rage, late night. I am Gable Uh kicking it in the late night hours. Uh, week one of the National Football League has uh, arrived and uh, winded down with a couple of uh, Monday night uh, football games. We're going to break it all down. We're going to take a look at um, the numbers for week two. The Dallas Stars are going to the Stanley Cup as uh, the wheels just keep uh, turning. As you know, It feels like just yesterday that they dropped the puck uh, in the hub, and uh, the Dallas Stars are on into the Stanley Cup uh, finals. And before we get into the football, I'm not, like, shocked, actually, about uh, Dallas. You know, Dallas are one of these teams that are, like, they're loaded. They, You know, they're actually loaded. They have a ton of talent, and they're underachievers. You know, it's just they're always always a team that can, like, you know, you think are dangerous, but they just don't live up to the hype. And, you know, remember a couple of years ago, you know, a lot of sports owners are, like, big jerk-offs, and, you know, they just are, and coaches and GMs are. Uh, but the owner of the Dallas Stars like flipped out basically at the, the general manager <laughs> and, and basically stated like, you know, you know, I watch every game. He goes, you know, I'm not there, but I watch every game and he goes, I don't understand. He goes, this guy's supposed to be a star and that guy's supposed to be a star and we're paying all these people to be stars, but they're not stars. And then the GM like flipped out at the team, and he said, "I'm sick and tired of the owner calling me, asking me why you guys suck, and how come you guys don't seem to care." <laughs> and and normally, like the GM like wouldn't wouldn't pass it on, but it's true. Like he he did, and you know what I mean. Like the Dallas Stars, like this core, they've been underachievers for a couple of years, uh, but they've really come together. And you know, you could just sort of tell, like, there's some teams that embrace the hub world and the bubble life, and some teams that didn't. Dallas did, like I, you know, to me, to me, Dallas did, and so I'm not, I'm not shocked actually, um, that um, that the Dallas Stars have gone uh, this far, and we've we've ridden them, and you know, it really is cool, and it's something, you know, same thing in the NBA bubble. And we'll get to this as far as the Clippers and the Nuggets are concerned. Uh, But if you like underdogs, and the underdogs are winning in the bubbles and in the hubs, you continuously get the same price every game. It really is amazing. I mean, look, the Dallas Stars, man, were the better team. The Dallas Stars just basically easily beat Las Vegas. They beat them in five games, four games to one, yet they're plus 155. It's like why it's not on the road it's not in Las Vegas like there's no you know there's no natural swing yet the the odds are pretty much uh put in place um in which like there is like I, I could get it I would understand like why Vegas would have been a big favorite tonight if this game if this game was in Vegas with fans. And in normal playoff circumstances, yeah, your back's against the wall. You're playing at home, fine. You'll win the game. Um, don't think for a second though that they, you know that these the bubble, the bubble and and the hub like um, hasn't affected things. I, I, the Toronto Raptors wouldn't have lost to the Boston Celtics if they played at home. The Raptors and the Celtics have always been an extremely, you know, close rivalry, and home court's always been the difference. And it's funny because Damari Carroll, who doesn't play for the Raptors, hard to keep up with Carroll and what team he's on. He's on so many teams. (laughs) He's on – Damari Carroll's all over the place. But Damari Carroll – Damari Carroll actually, you know, didn't even leave Toronto on good terms, really. But he tweeted after – after Boston won, he said, uh, "He said if this wasn't in the bubble, no way Boston wins." And he upset a lot of people because they were like, "Well, it was in a bubble, so it doesn't matter if." And I agree, it doesn't matter if. I'm just telling you, it does change uh, the dynamic of things, and it'll be interesting to see how it changes the dynamic of the National Football League uh, season, a season in which, um, you know, we 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 have one week in right now, and. Listen, things have changed over the years. Uh, Like first round, like top pick quarterbacks weren't expected to play. Like in in the old days, you know what I mean? Like you know, it would be two years sometimes even. You know, there would be no rush. No one would be panicking. Coaches and GMs would have a five year plan, right? You You know, you remember you know that saying, five year plan. There's no five year plan anymore. Right. It's really a three year plan. And then there's like, it's really like two years. It's really like two years, unless you're Matt Patricia for one reason or another. But like basically everything is judged quicker in the, in, in the National Football League now. But one thing we've all gotten used to this actually, and listen, I don't mind it because it makes everything more intense. But if you think about it, and, you know, we go through this every year in the NFL after week one, in which people, people like, judge teams absolutely. And I'm telling you guys, bad football teams win their first game all the time. All right? Like, half the team has to win in week one, guys. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just because a team wins in week one doesn't mean they're going to be good. Like, Gardner Minshew's talking about shocking the world and stuff. It's like, yeah, calm down, bro. You know, you beat a choke artist in Phillip Rivers. All right? Good luck with that. And you home opener. All right? And you had fans. So, but the thing is, like, Major League Baseball this year, everything is so intense, man. Like, you know what I mean? And it, it could be even more intense if they didn't give a participation a playoff award for everybody. All right, everyone makes the playoffs, but it's accelerated. Guys, there's less than two weeks left in the baseball season right now. So, like, you can you can see, though... Like, it's it matters. Everything matters. There's an aura of pressure around the games and the teams. And it makes it funner as a spectator. People like seeing other people under pressure. As long as it's not you, right? But, you know, you look at the NBA. We came right into the NBA, basically right into the playoffs. Every game was like, oh, my God, it's the end of the world. Like, you know what I mean? Now it's the playoffs. Like, every game, like, people jump on and off the wagon. man. You know, look at the jackass get Bayless. This guy and these guys were all bearing LeBron James because LeBron James lost the game one of the Portland Trailblazers. LeBron's legacy. Now, LeBron's legacy is he's a choke artist unless he wins the title. Right? But the NFL, so basically, look, guys, like the NHL, like we've been spoiled with like playoff action. You know, we've been spoiled in the NBA with playoff action. Major League Baseball. It's only a 60 game season. Like every other league is different than they normally are. The NFL is not. And it's easy to forget that. You know, we're we're like right now we judge everything so much like, you know, so rapidly. You know, the NFL, they're playing 16 games, man. It's it's, you know. It's just one game, it's just one week. Although there are some telltale signs for some teams. Uh, moving forward, yet you know, you can't Bill Parcells, of course, famously stated, you are what your record says you are, but he said that at at the halfway mark. After eight games, Bill Parcells, it's his famous line, you are what your record says you are. Not, yeah, but, no, we lost this, and yeah, but we're really better. No, no, you are what your record says you are. And you know, I don't think we can really wait eight games anymore, but we can't, you know, people are overreacting. And listen, it's 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 a society we live in right now. People flip out and overjudge and you know, they're they're outraged about everything immediately. And I think the team actually, it's like, guys, listen, it's not my problem anymore. Tom Brady's not in my life, okay? But I'm telling you what. Like, if you're a Saint fan, or like you're, you know, all you other people, like even you Patriot fans, like anyone that's mocking Tom Brady, like unless you want him to succeed, stop mocking him, all right? People are acting like they lost 84 enough. Four trades Late Night continues breaking. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Marenzi. Rage all you want. My
0: name's Bobby and I am an addict.
2: Hey, Bobby. Hi, Bobby.
0: You know, you folks aren't here because you're gamblers. You are here because you are terrible gamblers. Okay, hey, Bobby. These folks don't need to stop doing what they're doing. They just need to get better okay. at it.
1: Portraits, late night. Bet your rage. I am uh, Gabriel Maranci. Um, All right. Uh, so of course, week one of the National Football League, NFL, is back, and you know, 2020. Everybody's talking about how they want a sense of normalcy again, but I don't know about it, you. I'm feeling uh, extremely normal as week one of the National Football League has me enraged. <laughs> all right, like it really does. It's amazing too because I've been betting a lot of money too over the last couple of months. So it's not like I just started betting, uh, but there's something about like football in which, you know, I guess it's just because it's once a week. And to me, it's just always one of those deals. After when you look back on the weekend, you're like, oh God, like I knew that was going to happen. Why didn't I just bet on that money line? I told people that was going to happen all week. Um, you know what I mean? It's like one of those Shota Kota Type of deals. Um, you know, after after the fact. So I'm just frustrated. I didn't go like 42 and 4 uh, with with my picks. I'm actually still frustrated about the Dallas Cowboys. Um, just, you know, from the Cowboy players themselves to their head coach to the to the officials and the crap ass calls in that football game. Uh but, but as bad as things, um, as bad as things can be, and you know, as I've always, as I always say, if your biggest problem is you know a bad beat, a bad bet, or your favorite team lost in the playoffs, then you're living a good life. I'm not gonna lie. Like today, I was thinking, I'm like, man, God, man, those stupid Cowboys. Like, what the hell? Why would you like not kick the field goal? <laughs> and as I said, I'm not even a Cowboy fan, but it just really bothered me. Um, uh, but I felt better um, when I saw that at least I did not get um, snake bitten in the penis while I sat on a toilet. As uh, basically, yeah, it's all over the news uh, today, and you know that's what I always tell people. Listen, things can always be worse. All right? Well, no, no, I don't know. Things are pretty bad. It's like, yeah, listen, things can be worse, and. Yeah, some uh, some uh, teenager in Thailand sat down to go to the bathroom and uh, got a uh, got a surprise. Forget about snakes on a plane. And <laughs> there's actually a picture. There's actually a picture, but not not of you know not not of you know not not of the junk, but of the snake and, like, blood and stuff, like, all over the toilet seat. And I just thought, like, right away, right after I saw that, I felt better about the Cowboys loss. I was like, yeah, all right, whatever. So I lost a football bet, man. Imagine getting, like, bit, man. Like, imagine, like, sitting down to take a dump and you get, like, attacked by a snake. (laughs) And... A lot of people, like, of course, on the internet, oh, no, that's not true. That can't happen. It totally can happen, all right? It totally can happen. And it happens in New York, man, except with big, big rats. (laughs) Like, uh, I'm not saying all the time, but you see it. You, You see it on the news every now and then. Basically, somebody, you know, opens up their toilet seat and a big, fat rat jumps out at them. So, you know, I, I just bring this up not to, like, you know, gross everybody out here, although I'm sure everybody is. I'm telling you, too, there's pictures. Like I said, it's it's a pretty mainstream story. It's everywhere. Like I said, I felt a lot better right after. Like, I was actually still raging. Like, I, I got up, and I'm like, stupid Mike McCarthy, NFL, like, jerks. I'm like, I'm like, I can't believe it. Week one, that game should have went to overtime. Can't believe that. And then you know I log on and I see in the New York Post I'm like oh my god I'm like oh god yeah yeah, yeah the Cowboys what the Cowboys I I'm not worried about that anymore <laughs> uh, I, I I'm not I'm not worried about that anymore So yeah so things things can always be worse all right <laughs> things can always be worse That is unless um, unless you're a New York Jet uh, fan. And this is this is for Sam Darnold, and the the uh, the New York Jets, and you know we were talking about the, the 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 Buffalo Bill game yesterday, and there's a lot of quarterback grades going on right now, and man, Tom Brady's really really getting it hard, and as I stated earlier, as somebody who's a lifelong Buffalo Bill fan, and has been a uh, Bill fan you know a long time long before Tom Brady got there to terrorize them. Like, I don't know, like, even, like, in football as a whole, like, football fans, haven't you guys seen this? Like, the deflate gate and the suspensions and any time, like, you just talk smack about Tom Brady, it just motivates them. And I get it. He's getting older. But anybody that watched that game yesterday, anybody that watched the game yesterday, they didn't lose because Tom Brady was old. All right? they lost because the Saints are a better football team like I don't I don't know like what people expect <laughs> like like people like like I said I don't even like Tom Brady I've been taught you know what I mean you know and t- now, now suddenly I'm Tom Brady's defender here but for for the love of God people are jackasses in the media you know uh, Tom Brady father Times caught up why because he threw a pick six against a damn good new uh, New Orleans same football team I'm telling you right now, I watched every play of that game, and Tampa are just fine, all right? They're going to be just fine. Mike Evans was playing on one leg. I know it doesn't matter. I'm just giving people the truth here. Like, if I don't know, like, for people tuning in right now, if, if you're one of the, oh, 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 oh Tampa sucked. And, and I got to tell you, too, Bruce Arians should shut the hell up as well. But he never does. That's, that's his thing. He insults everybody. Oh, I thought he could have played better. Yeah, I was pedestrian. I don't know. I thought you coach pedestrian too, Arians. Like, that's Arians' thing. It's never his fault. It's always them. Like, I'm telling you, look at every quote with Bruce Arians. It's like, yeah, dude, Mike, they had limited practice time. Mike Evans was, was a decoy, essentially. Yeah, he scored a touchdown. He could barely walk. All right? He was a decoy the entire game. They were in the football game. I tell you what, the Buccaneer defense is going to make some plays this year. The Buccaneers are going to make the playoffs, all right. And then, you know, and that this—I don't, I don't care. Like, if you want to bash Tom Brady, and I don't care, you know, you know, whatever you want, he's done and all this. But it'll be the same people that are waxing poetic about how great he is in three weeks. All right, so. Let me get into some numbers uh, here, and this is courtesy of uh, the New York Post. Uh, Very, very uh, interesting. So, quarterback stats. Player A, 27 starts in his career, 37 touchdown passes, 29 interceptions, 59.9 completion percentage, 80.3% quarterback rating. Player B, 40 touchdown passes instead of 37. The exact same amount of interceptions. And a 79.3 quarterback rating. Player A stats, Sam Darnold. Player B stats, Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles, as, you know, we were talking about Sam Darnold's uh, performance against the Buffalo Bills, and, they, you know, people are, you know, the, the New York Jets don't have talent, all right? They don't. It's not like they're the New York Giants who actually do and still manage to suck, uh, but the Jets don't have talent, and I'm telling you what, man, the Jets really might be one of the worst teams in the NFL this year. I think, you know, Sam Darnold's going to be one of these guys that it'll always be, well, he doesn't, it's not really his fault, yeah, but this. And then it's going to be like, well, you know what? He's been in the league seven years, and, you know, he's, he never wins, right? and But, yeah, pretty alarming, actually. Pretty alarming. Sam Darnold is essentially Blake Bortles, all right? And uh, well how's, how's Blake Bortles doing? How's Blake Bortles doing right now? So people, you know, it's more and more in today's society and especially now, you know, with social media, but not just like social media has been around a while. But I've noticed the last couple of years, people are like stupider and they're quicker, like, like everybody sucks. You know what I mean? Like I said the other night, Pascal Siakam should just retire. You know, he's terrible at basketball. He should retire and he should never play another game ever again because he had a bad series. And he should retire at 26, says jackass that, uh, um, you know, lives at home on Twitter. Right? Like, we live in such, like, a quick, quick judgment uh, world. Yet, you know, when it comes to the NFL, I'm warning you, as, as I stated. It's a long season. All right? Like, uh, it's it's a long season. and It's too early to be writing anybody off. Uh, when we talk about good football teams. You can write off the New York Jets, all right? The Jets are, are written off. The New York Giants, on the other hand, tonight, little bit little, little competitive. They they were um they were more competitive than they were. Like, you know, yeah, they lost the football game by 10 points, but they actually um you can see they actually had a little bit more aggression and attention to detail uh, to them. Listen, the Pittsburgh Steelers are a good football team. Sports Rage Late Night continues. Bring it.
3: sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com
0: with gabe rage all you want
1: sports rage late night continues i am morency Monday Night Football, doubleheader this evening. We'll get into the uh, the Tennessee and the uh, the Denver game uh, shortly. Pittsburgh Steelers victorious uh, tonight. And, you know, you looked last year, the Baltimore Ravens ran away with that division, dominant year, and the Ravens looked good against whatever, the Cleveland Browns, who were terrible. So, but we have at least, um, we at least have a real Pittsburgh Steelers team right now. I mean, last year, what, with Duck Hodges and, and, and the Stiffs, uh, Mason Rudolph, and the, these clowns that they were rolling out there? To me, like the NFL, that division is just, it's a better place when the Pittsburgh Steelers are good. I mean, last year, the Baltimore Ravens had a free pass. Pittsburgh's defense is the real deal. Um, their offense, you saw as the game was going on, started to get uh, more into a rhythm. Albeit against the New York Giants, but Big Ben Roethlisberger had, hasn't played in a while, and you know I don't know though. I got to I got to tell you, I don't know how uh, Big Ben Roethlisberger is going to play this year because he's so religious now. I don't know how he's going to play on Sundays, <laughs> and you know, anytime you say I shouldn't say this. I said that the other day on ESPN and I on ESPN radio and I realized after I was like I really shouldn't have said that. <laughs> like, I said I really shouldn't say this, but I just want to punch these kids in the face. And I was talking about the UAB Blazer football team uh, just because they cost me my total. <laughs> yeah, anytime, time, any 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 time you're like yeah yeah you know. And anytime you say I shouldn't say to say, maybe maybe we shouldn't then. <laughs> maybe, 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 maybe we shouldn't, but I don't, um, I don't want to ever mock a man's religion. All right. So we're just having fun with this and I'm not, I'm never, I'm never going to question it. You know what I mean? There's some things, there's some things, you, you know, you don't, you know, you're not going to get into a guy's like, you know, personal life and stuff on the radio. You know, there's certain things, but I think big Ben Roethlisberger's uh fair game enough to, to reference this in a sense that. So after the game tonight, of course, and I knew it too. I, I could just, I was like, Oh boy, here we go. And she's like, uh, he goes, Oh, I have so, she's like, Oh, how does it feel to be back and play a game after, after uh, nearly a year or two years and run not play last year. And he goes, well, first off, I just want to thank, you know, I want to thank, you know, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. He looks up and he does the thing, my Lord and Savior. He drops it a couple of times about how blessed and the Lord and Savior and stuff, and I'm, I'm thinking, I'm like, man, like, like you really, like, you really, like, uh, like I, I was thinking your Lord and Savior is Anheuser-Busch. It's like a keg party. Like, what happened to the keg parties, bro? But, hey, listen, he's matured. He's matured. And uh, we all change as we get older, so I wish him nothing but the best. <laughs> but he just pours it on a little fix. Like, yeah, yeah, Ben, all right. Like, yeah, we get it. And it's funny, too, like, he goes, I only came back for my teammates. He goes, I don't have anything to prove for myself. Like, let's just call for what it is. He's a big phony. I can't help it. Like, I, I have to, like, I just can't help it. Like, like I'm thinking, like, he drops... He dropped, first off, I want to thank my Lord and Savior. It's like, oh, yeah, bro, because I know. You've always been Mr. Religion, like uh, Jerry Falwell Jr. I'd right? say so you've always been Mr. Religion here. Then he goes, I don't need to accomplish anything for myself. I only came back, um, you know, for my team, my teammates, because I miss these guys. That's why I didn't do it for myself. Like, dude, when they drafted a quarterback a couple of years ago, you were pissed. Like, like what do you mean, like? You're not coming back for that. you're coming back because you make a ton of money and you're an egomaniac and you love football and you're going to play until you can't walk. All right. And Hey, I'm not criticizing you for it, but don't, I I have nothing to prove for myself. Oh yeah, Ben, you got nothing to prove. And that's all you are. Of course you have something to prove. You're Ben Roethlisberger. That's what makes you who you are. You're competitive. You were born like that. You got nothing to prove. Oh yeah, you got nothing to prove. Then what are you playing for? What what are you playing for? Like, um, so I like when he says, yeah, I came back just for them, not for me. So I like, you know, like how some people like try to be humble, yet they actually make it worse because <laughs> they're really not humble. Like you can tell when someone's humble for real, right? Oh, You're like, man, that guy's humble. Yeah, he's just a humble dude. Like, you know. Uh, like Ben Roethlisberger, it's almost like I'm telling you. I bet you he did does actually. I was gonna say it's almost like he 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 took a like a course in basically media relations and what to say. But he sounds like a politician. I want to thank my Lord and like it's like he has a checklist. My teammates, my wife, my family, my kids, my my Lord and Savior. And oh, I'm not coming back for me. No, no, it's just for my team. And then I love when he dropped. He goes, "I love them and they love me." It's like, dude, like, it's kind of well known, like over the years, that like your teammates hate you. <laughs> like, like, it's no secret that Ben Roethlisberger has never been liked by his teammates. And I'm not criticizing him for it, once again. I just, like I said, I'm just, I just, I got a laugh out of the whole interview. After I was like, oh god. I was like, yeah, yeah, bro. Like, good game, but just, come on, man. Like, just try, you know. <laughs> can you just say it's great to be back. Thanks. God bless. <laughs> no, no, you have to pour it on. Pour it on. Ah, oh, I'm not here for me. It's my team. Um, And then he dropped. Oh, I love them, and they love me. And it's like, wow, well, yeah, 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 I guess. <laughs> like, kind of. And then I was thinking, I'm like, wow. Well, yeah, I guess they do love you, considering their quarterback was Mason Rudolph last year, who I think they were all happy who got hit in the face with a helmet. And, uh, and Doc Hodges. So, yeah, I'm sure they are happy you're back, to be honest. But, no, let's be real, though. In, in all sincerity, in in all sincerity, there's a lot of fresh blood on the Pittsburgh Steelers now. Like, Smith-Schuster does. The oh, yes, yeah, my quarterback, you know what I mean? Like, there are guys that do. The younger guys look up to Ben. The older dudes, like they were around a long time, are like, "Oh God, he's a phony, right?" But now there's like there's like fresh blood. There's young guys on the team, and and listen, when Ben Roethlisberger is playing, the Pittsburgh Steelers have a chance to beat anybody. You know, I, I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl, but they're a competitive football team. James Conner gets injured. Benny Snell comes in, takes over, and just rambles on Led Zeppelin style. Ramble on. and He, he just rambled on. Uh, Smith-Schuster looked great uh, this evening. And, you know, the thing is, the t- you could tell their timing was a little off, was a little sloppy. Ben hadn't played in forever. Think about that. Like, you know, not only did, like, they know preseason, but he didn't even play last year. The, the Pittsburgh Steelers, interesting football team. Uh, this year. What's not interesting is like, I don't know, why do they do this to us? Like, why, why, are, why is Cincinnati and Cleveland on TV, man? You know what I mean? Like, the NBA wouldn't do this. The NHL wouldn't do this. Like, why would you take two of the worst teams in football and put them on primetime national television? The Cincinnati Bengals and the Cleveland Browns. That's the Thursday nighter. The Atlanta Falcons. So as it is uh, right now, the Browns are um, the Browns are five and a half point favorites. So are you up for that? Are you up for that? I think I'd rather snort Drano. Than um, than uh, then lay points with the Cleveland Browns. Like think about the things like that you know you could do with your money as opposed to laying points with the Cleveland Browns. And then conversely, it's like yeah, do you really want to take points with the Cincinnati Bengals? It's like so uh, this is Baker Mayfield versus Joe Burrow. And even though it's Joe Burrow's second game and Baker Mayfield's like third year, I think that um, I think that Joe Burrow is probably already better than Baker Mayfield is. And I'm not I'm not even kidding. You know what? I watched the Bengals game. Joe Burrow, he's gonna be good. Like you know, what I mean he looked he looked good actually, like right away. Like he he didn't look out of place there's you know you can tell one thing i noticed with burrow is a lot of passes nearly got intercepted i think he's going to learn that you know you, you got to zip it a little bit more here in the nfl like he's sort of lobbing it in there a bit but he has arm strength so he'll be fine you know so i think burrow honestly this is one of those listen if you have to bet at games right if you have to bet it and let's be real we have to bet it because it's a primetime Thursday night game and we're all degenerate gamblers so we're going to bet it. <laughs> looks like it's the uh, Cincinnati Bengals plus the points. <laughs> <laughs> looks like looks like it's the Bengals. Bengals plus the points. Like I said like who who's who's going to lay point? Who who's going to what, what you going to lay points for the Cleveland Browns? Especially in a in a state rivalry game, like God, this is bad. Like you know, like this this is real bad. Yeah, like the Cleveland Browns shouldn't be favorites against like the Ohio State uh, Buckeyes. Like they shouldn't be favorite against like any NFL team under any circumstances, let alone by five and a half points. And quite frankly, dude, Cincinnati just battled tough. Like think about this. So you have one team that lost 38-6, and I get it. It was to Baltimore. And you have another team that lost 16-13 because their fat-ass uh, kicker, like, blew his, like, gut out and, uh, and missed the kick for the game. Would have tied the game. Would have went to overtime. 31-yard field goal was missed by the Bengals at the end of the game. The Bengals lost 16-13, and now they're getting 5.5 points. And as I stated, Joe Burrow was not overwhelmed. And the Chargers defense is good. Like I said, like he's, you know, he nearly got intercepted a couple of times. He ran for a nice touchdown, like a 29-yarder. Like he's actually mobile. Um, he belongs. That's the best way of putting it. Like you watch Joe play and you're like, yeah, this kid belongs. Like yeah, he doesn't look out of place, you know? Like you wouldn't have known. Like if if the the the, the average person, if you would have, you know. No one would sell it. This is his first day. It's his first ever game in the NFL. Like he just looked like another sort of average quarterback. he didn't look great. He's only you know he's figuring it out that's that's a um, you know, it's a terrible game, but as I stated, like can you really you really want to be laying five and a half points for the Cleveland Browns? The Dallas Cowboys are five-point favorites against the Atlanta Falcons, looking to bounce back. Ah, yeah, that's Yeah, that's a tough one as well. I don't trust the Dallas Cowboys laying five points. I'll tell you what, five is the most crooked number, man. Five is as corrupt and as crooked as it gets. <laughs> Even oddsmakers hate the number five You're listening to Sports Radio with Gabe Morenci. Sports rage Late Night. George Kurtz will step up and in in level two. Dallas Stars punch their ticket. They win the uh, Western Conference, going to the Stanley Cup uh, Finals. All right, they're not going anywhere. They're staying. <laughs> hey, we're staying. We're not going. We're staying. And uh, and then um, and then there were three. It's inevitable. that Tampa uh, will uh, will beat the New York Islanders. And in fact, I think they will knock them off. We'll get Kurtz's take on that. Uh, we were just talking about uh, Week Two, taking a look at some of these numbers in the National Football League. Talking about laying five and a half points with the Cleveland uh, Browns. Not something that, do um, it, it, really. And. Honestly, like I said, listen, it's a garbage football game. We were talking about how it sucked, but whatever. We know we're all going to watch it, so I'll shut up about that. And we're getting five and a half points. <laughs> like, who, who played better in week one? And I know, I forget about, like, the opponents even, but still. The Chargers don't totally suck. They have a good defense. And like I said, Joe Burrow held his own. He'll be fine against Cleveland. Cleveland are terrible. Um, they, so what? They have a new coach. Baker Mayfield blows. Give me Joe Burrow and the points. The Dallas Cowboy game, tricky, Uh, laying five points to the Atlanta Falcons. The total is 52 points. Uh, The Buffalo Bills, nobody circles the wagon like the Buffalo Bills, laying five and a half points to the Miami Dolphins. This game is interesting in the sense that you saw that Cam Newton lit up the Dolphins rushing the football, which means, you know, Josh Allen can do the exact same thing. Um. Buffalo took advantage of a bad New York Jet team. And they were kind of lucky, Buffalo, in a a way, in a sense that the Jets dropped a couple of interceptions. Um, Josh Allen fumbled the ball a couple of times. It was a little sloppy. They just sort of, they were lucky they were playing a team as awful. Um, This is going to be a tough spot. I'm not in a hurry to lay five and a half points with the Bills uh, here either. A lot of weird numbers this week. Tampa Bay up to nine and a half right now. The Tom Brady bounce back is in full effect. Give me the over of that football game. Carolina's defense blows. Their offense rocks. It's going to be the same thing every week. Bring it.